Hello and welcome to the Fertility and Femtech podcast, brought to you by Zonas, where we aim to educate you on all taboo topics in women's health. You can learn more on our YouTube channel or at yourzonas.com. Hello everyone, I am Dr. Ravina from Zonas. I am a medical doctor working in the NHS in the UK. I'd like to welcome you to this dedicated channel for women's health. Today we'll be talking about menopause and this is one video in the series of the menopause videos. And this video specifically will be talking about the symptoms that you get during the menopause, both short term as well as long term. Now menopause is such an important topic and I feel really passionate about talking about taboo topics, talking about stigmatised topics that many women and many of my patients feel quite embarrassed to open up about, which is why I think it's so important for us to have the conversation right here, right now. And I really would like you to engage with me. I'd love you for you. I'd love for you to just drop any comments down below, any questions that you have, uh, because I think it's really important for you to ask questions um, because if you've got the questions, other people are very likely to be ans asking very similar questions to you. So being brave and opening up can definitely not only help you, but help a society of other women. So let's start with talking about the symptoms. And in our future videos, we'll be talking about the treatment options as well as long-term consequences of menopause. Okay, let's get right in. So short-term symptoms, are things that you may notice come and go, they're fleeting symptoms, they're not always there, and they also have the ability to get better in time. So these are things most commonly, the most common symptom that I get asked about by my patients is um, hot flushes, night sweats, and mood changes. So they're really common things. But when I delve a little bit deeper into the symptoms that women have, they're like, oh, actually, yeah, I also have that symptom. And oh yeah, I did notice that. And oh, actually I have that too. So <laughs> you may have lots of symptoms and may not put them, you may not attribute those to menopause. So the first is vasomotor symptoms. And that is things like hot flushes, night sweats, palpitations. So you may feel like your heart is racing really fast at times for no apparent reason, and also headaches. So you may notice that you've got more headaches than you normally do. So those are your vasomotor symptoms. Then you have psychological symptoms. So these are things that are like mood changes. You may feel very depressed at times. Um, you may have difficulty sleeping, so insomnia, and difficulty concentrating. So I have had a few women that ring me and they say, oh, I've noticed that I just can't concentrate and I've just got brain fog. I just keep getting brain fog. And I remember the first time I heard this term brain fog and I had no idea what it meant. It's not a term I've come across during medical school. It's not something I've even learned about. So I was like, mm, I'm not sure what they mean by brain fog. But it was funny because women used to say it to me again and again. So when I asked them, okay, what does that actually mean for you? What does brain fog mean for you? And they told me, I just lose my memory. And things that I used to know, I just forget. It's on the tip of my tongue. I know I have the information. I know that person's name, but I can't remember it. And it's almost as if there's a cloud that's just hovering above my head. And I thought that was a really interesting way to describe changes in memory and also changes in concentration. So that may be something that you can look out for in terms of psychological symptoms. 
Next is urogenital. So that's the waterworks down below, but not only the waterworks, but also vaginal symptoms. So urogenital are things like changes in your urination, frequency, going more often, hesitancy, um, pain down below. If you do have any of those symptoms, you do need to talk to us because we need to exclude a urinary tract infection. But other symptoms you can get down below are things like vaginal dryness. And uh, the reason for that is because we have a lack of estrogen. So the lack of estrogen means that the skin down below in the vagina isn't as soft, isn't as moist, it's not as supple. So if you are having sexual intercourse, it will be a lot more painful. And that's not something that many women will come forward and tell me. But when I ask and probe about it, they do open up and they do say, actually, I am finding sex really painful. And that, as you as you can imagine, can have such severe and um, such severe consequences on the quality of life of women, but also men. And also that has implications on a relationship, a family, and it's not something that we commonly talk about. So if you do notice having those symptoms, please, please do talk up about it and speak to your doctor because we can give you things that help specifically with those symptoms. So we've spoken about quite a few different symptoms there. And the last one that I wanted to talk about is collagen. So collagen is a protein that um, we have in our skin, we have in our hair, we have in lots of different parts of our body. And it's a protein that allows things to be quite healthy. So if we have a lack of collagen, which can happen with age, happen to have a reduction in our estrogen, which we do have when we go through menopause, we have a reduction in our estrogen. It can lead to things like very dry skin. You may notice dry flaky skin on your hands. You may notice that bruise easily. And that's because your defense barrier, which is your skin, isn't as strong. And so you can bruise easily. You may have weaker hair, very brittle hair, very dry. You may have hair loss. Those are all symptoms related to a lack of collagen, a menopausal symptom. So those are the main short-term symptoms that you can expect in menopause. And it doesn't mean that everyone's gonna get those symptoms. You may just have one of those symptoms um, and you may not have any urogenital symptoms, but you may have lots of vasomotor or psychological symptoms. So, so all the symptoms will affect each person differently. Okay, next I'm just going to run through some of the long-term consequences of menopause. So first of all, you can have an increase in your cardiovascular risk factors. So during menopause, you have an increase in your lipids. Your lipids are your fats in your body and having lots of fats in your body can increase your risk of cardiovascular diseases. So things like ischemic heart disease, heart attacks, strokes. So that's why menopause is very significant. Another issue is, um, going back to psychological issues, it can increase your risk of Alzheimer's disease. So um, we can offer HRT and HRT is thought to reduce that risk of Alzheimer's. Another risk factor that's more long-term is going back to urogenital symptoms. Things you can experience are things like incontinence, so urinary incontinence, so not being able to control your urinary tract. So just wetting yourself and not even realizing sometimes. And it can be really embarrassing to talk about that. Um, and the reason why that happens is because with the lack of estrogen in menopause, you're not, you don't have a strong pelvic floor and the estrogen helps to maintain a strong pelvic floor. So with, without it, you are likely to leak, you're likely to, um, to release urine without noticing. So urinary um, incontinence is one. 
vaginal dryness is another, painful sex is another one, and you can also get a, a prolapse. So a, a prolapse is where um, your bladder or your vagina or your back passage can actually just slowly come down. And that's because the delicate structures of your pelvic floor are not as strong as they used to. So those are a few of the urogenital symptoms. Another urogenital symptom that I haven't mentioned, which is very common, is a reduction in your libido. So libido is your sex drive. And this can change when you go through menopause because you have changes in your hormones and you have a reduction in your testosterone. So that can lead to reduced feelings of sexual drive. And naturally that can have consequences on one's relationship and one's quality of life um, and feeling intimate with someone that they are very close with. So um, if that's something that you've noticed. So another long-term condition that you can get as a result of menopause is to do with your skeletal system. And one of those conditions, actually two of those conditions are called osteopenia and osteoporosis. And that's where you get a reduction in your bone mass density. You get weaker bones, you get more brittle bones, and those then predispose you to getting fractures. And so even if you were just to fall on the floor, you are very, um, you are at high risk of getting a fracture in comparison to someone who is much younger than you. And that's because you already have very weak bones. So um, depending on the risk factors that you have, and menopause is a risk factor, um, you'll have to fulfill a certain criteria in order to get a bone scan. So this is something you can talk to your doctor about and organise. Um, it's not something that we give often. We only usually do it every five to ten years because we only notice um, significant change after that amount of time. And so that will stress why it's so important for us to have a healthy lifestyle, a healthy diet, um, including a good amount of vitamin C, um, a good amount of vitamin D, and also um, to exercise. And so we will be talking a lot about how we can deal with menopause in our next video. So stay tuned for the next one where we talk about lifestyle factors, diet, and treatment options for menopause. So that wraps up this episode um, of the menopause series. And in this episode, we covered the short-term and long-term implications and symptoms of menopause. If you have any specific comments, drop them in the comments below. If you have any questions for me, as always, feel free to ask. If you want it to stay private, feel free to private DM me on Instagram at dr.ravina. You can also follow us at Zolas Fertility. If you'd like to download the free women's health ebook, follow the link in the description below. Okay, all the best. Take care. Bye.